Well, I'm not a crook. That's one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. I have a dream. All I ask of our brethren is that they take their feet off our necks. It transcends the senses. This is Murder of Grey. Hello, I'm Christian. I'm Chris. And this is the Murder of Grey podcast. All right, you guys, thank you so much for joining us once again as we dive into some crazy moral ethical dilemmas. And today we, well, with the media recently, there's been a lot of talks about CEOs of companies that are doing some outlandish things. I'm not going to name names right now, but I'm pretty sure you guys can kind of figure out who I'm talking about. It's one of the biggest social media sites in the world right now, and he's one of the most talked about persons. And everybody loves talking about him because he's a robot. It's fun. But anyway, (laughs) that kind of gave us the idea of looking into some bizarre CEOs and some of the behavior that they've done throughout their life that kind of makes them a little bit crazy. And trying to figure out why is it that these guys who have this insane behavior are as successful as they are? Like what really made it where they're the the top of companies? Who decided to follow these people whenever they exhibit some of this really outlandish, bizarre, inappropriate behavior? And it's gonna get a little weird (laughs) and a little spicy in some of the situations just to kind of give you guys fair warning uh there's going to be talk about sexual harassment exposing yourself things like that uh some hunting also of exotic animals some weird situations that just kind of might pop up so there's gonna be some a lot going on here but i think that just kind of speaks to the testament of how insane some of these people really are and it just makes it that much more bizarre that they are tied to some of the largest companies in the world so why don't we just jump right in with one that is from let's let's go back a few years Let's, let's kick it old school let's go to some classics when people think ceos they think you know modern day rich people in a business meeting that kind of situation power tie all that crap right Well, what about Thomas Edison, the CEO of Edison Labs? Everybody knows who Thomas Edison is, right? I mean, he's a pretty famous inventor, but a lot of people don't know that he was a very angry and spiteful man at the same time. Uh, He was known as the... (laughs) That's a good point, right? Like, he used to fight over copyrights and steal ideas constantly and try and get a copyright copyright out before his competitors Uh, he was known as the wizard of menlo park uh, but he was actually a very unstable human being Uh, apparently he was very cruel to his employees he was very stiff with money uh, and he was extremely paranoid and delusional all at the same time but yet we still talk about this guy as one of the greatest inventors of our time. He's 
you know, taught in schools as someone to look up to and admire. And I just love how history books like to omit certain things that, you know, make this person a little bit more insane, like the suing people over patents and copyrights that he didn't come up with. That's something that I think is kind of crazy that we admire him to this day as an amazing inventor. But one of his most famous quirks that kind of makes him it really plays on the whole paranoia and delusional thing is that he believed in little people now little people is kind of a horrible term to think about right now there's a lot of connotations and it's not politically correct but when we're talking about little people here we're talking about people as tiny as atoms that actually live inside of your brain he believed that these little people worked to control and record your memories And the loss of the little people meant that you got Alzheimer's because they were no longer keeping track of the memories that were stored in your brain. And at one point, he even tried to create a device to talk to them. Yeah, it's a little little strange. Hmm. (laughs) A little weird for somebody that is remembered throughout history as... Like I said, one of the greatest inventors of our time. Uh, Yeah, I really wish that history books actually gave us the full tidbits of that. Like it gave us everything, but I understand why they don't. They're just trying to spark the excitement of inventing and really play up the whole American history of us being amazing at everything we do. And let's just kind of brush all the paranoia and psychosis under the rug a little bit right <laughs> it's kind of funny and bizarre just really little people in the brain it reminds me of Dreamcatcher. catcher right, that whole sequence of him like going through the bookshelves and like storing his memories and trying to find these things like it, oh. it, when i read that i was like this is straight up like i wonder if stephen king read that and was like "Ooh, dream catcher <laughs> like came up with that a whole idea yeah So it's kind of funny, but really quickly before we start diving into some of the really big heavy hitters here, uh, I want to talk about Jason Russell. Uh, He was the CEO of Invisible Children, Inc. And, uh, you know, it's a nonprofit, so you wouldn't really expect a nonprofit to kind of go insane. I mean, nonprofits are supposed to just do really good things for everyone around them, which he did. And he got a lot of fame for a documentary that ended up going viral called Coney 2012. But due to this fame, his schedule began to get a little bit hectic. And that increased the amount of stress and pressures that were put upon him in his daily life. Now, people react really weird to stress. And he is definitely one of the weirdest, in my opinion. Mm. So Jason Russell does not know how to handle stress properly. It actually landed him in the psych ward. So here's what happened to Mr. Jason Russell. Due, apparently due to his extreme exhaustion and overstress, because of his crazy work schedule, uh, one day he decided to have a nervous breakdown and decided to strip naked and start masturbating in public. I guess that's one way to relieve stress. (laughs) 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 
Relieve stress and cause stress for others. <laughs> yeah, a really awkward situation. Uh, and yeah, but apparently he was detained for um, for psych evaluation. And supposedly he's feeling a lot better now. Probably because he's no longer the CEO of Invisible Children and doesn't have a hectic schedule anymore, leading him to freak out and masturbate in public. So, <laughs> yeah. This is, this just kind of, it's so strange to really think about because a lot of children are brought up thinking, you know, success means that you can start your own company, you can be a CEO, right? Like you're a big, important person making crazy important decisions for not just yourself, but the livelihood of your employees, the, you know, the future of your business and everything like that, and the future of your potential family. And then whenever you start hearing about these CEOs that have some strange ideas, like Tesla believing in little people, or uh, have mental breakdowns due to overstress, like Jason Russell, it, it puts CEOs in a very different perspective, in my mind. And I mean, you just have to remember that they're people too, right? So I'm trying to give them a slight pass, but some of these ones that we're going to be talking about next or upcoming, I don't really think deserve a free pass at much of anything. Uh, they get pretty grim, dark, and crazy, and horrible, so strap in, <laughs> to say the <laughs> least. Yeah, so what I found interesting, and this person, he's pretty popular on social media, I would say, and their brand. Um, and, you know, I'm guilty. I have drank their drinks, going back to their original drink. Um, talking about, I think you pronounce it Jack O. O. Wack? O. Wick? O. Woke? Um, He's the dude who did bang the energy drink. Um, for those out there that don't know what it is, it's a very strong energy drink. I think it has 300 milligrams of caffeine plus. Yeah, about. Which is pretty much double what a monster has. And uh, it has like creatine and all this other stuff in it. It's, I think a lot of people treat it as a pre-workout to an extent. Yeah, it, it became it. like a weird thing for like uh, bodybuilders and stuff got sponsored by Bang and then like esports gamers getting sponsored by them too, right? Like it, it's kind of strange. He, it's interesting because he really reached out to like all these influencers of different like, like basically different genres of influencers and was like, here, push this, push this. And like, so you just see anything you would see someone recommending it and you're like what like where's this coming from you know like brilliant at it but uh his original drink was redline which i was guilty of always drinking that before working out i loved redline redline um, was insane <laughs> i loved it that that that's one of the few energy drinks that really actually like revved me up i i remember like, it was uh, i was trying to cut weight for wrestling practice and it, like there was a tournament the next day, it was a Friday, and I was so tired and exhausted. I ended up downing like four red lines, just back to back to back, and then went and decided to wrestle right afterwards. And my brain felt like it was on fire 
but my body, I reached the point of exhaustion where like I couldn't really move my muscles anymore. Like I couldn't run anymore. None of that crap. Like I, I had pushed my body so hard, but my brain was like, go, 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 keep moving. But it was not possible. Like that was a really kind of a scary experience for me. <laughs> Probably almost OD'd on caffeine, honestly. It's, it's interesting looking at, you know, the man behind the creation. And uh, I didn't realize that a lot of his stuff went so far back until like the, you know, like 2009, that era. And uh, when they came out with Bang, they were trying to put a lot of ideas behind it saying like, oh, this will prevent Alzheimer's or this will prevent like <laughs> basically aging retardation is what they called it. And saying, like, you know, what's in it's going to help prevent, like, degradation of the brain. How? Which, yeah, that's when I'm like, I'm like, hmm, I can believe a lot of things, but that's a little bit of a stretch. And, uh, I mean, definitely he's not as bad as a lot of the upcoming people on this list. But it is interesting that, like, I don't know, just a lot of the claims... Uh, that went on with that um and just his lifestyle is very grand mm -hmm. he's always very like sporadic and a uh, very interesting character it i feel like things have come out about him but it's like at the same time you just don't see it because he has such a strong like presence on the internet mm -hmm. for better or for worse but i don't know i think he's an interesting character and basically it's just someone who's living their life a little to the extreme you know it, to me it reminds me of a bodybuilder who is overly energized and i don't want to say seems like a rambo but it's like you know like that like mentality of like take on the world kind of attitude right um, i'm invincible that's kind of what I, yeah yeah that's kind of what i get from it so i mean you can kind of do the math where that might lead yeah it can be pretty dangerous honestly yeah <laughs> all right so have you heard of GoDaddy before <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> yes i have <laughs> i'm pretty sure everybody has at this point GoDaddy, for those of you who live under rocks and don't know <laughs> is a it's basically you just buy websites off of it that's it really but they spend so much money on their commercials their ridiculousness and every commercial is like that over macho attitude and it yep. all stems from their ceo bob parsons who his lifestyle is basically that <laughs> like whenever all of his commercials live and breathe Bob Parsons. And there was a huge, huge controversy over uh, one of the things that Bob Parsons does on his vacations. Apparently he's done this multiple times just to kind of give you guys perspective. But in 2011, uh, he went elephant hunting in Zimbabwe. He decided to film the entire thing and he posted it online for everyone to see and titled it my vacation video so the whole video is him gunning down an elephant and then the villagers of that area that he was by uh 
went and started ripping apart the elephant, uh, all while wearing GoDaddy hats. And the song Hell's Bells by ACDC is playing oh, in the background. No. So, yeah. And it's pretty graphic, apparently. I I, I don't want to watch it. But, like, he's... It's just so bizarre and kind of ridiculous. But that whole, like, over-macho attitude... He, he tried to defend the video by saying that it was uh, actually a problematic elephant that was terrorizing that village and destroying their crops. But he also said that this doing this and hunting these elephants is the best part of his year. So this is not the first time that he's done it, and it probably wasn't the last time either. Uh, he's also known for hunting uh, panthers and leopards and things like that. Uh, he's since stopped hunting those animals and only hunts elephants exclusively now, uh, apparently, right? And it's it's one thing to hunt an elephant, right? Like if he is actually doing it to help uh, a society or a village, then sure, because I know some elephants can get a little rowdy. Uh, especially the males uh, during mating season, but the the whole giving every villager a go daddy hat to wear while blasting hell's bells and then <laughs> filming it as they rip this thing apart and posting it while everyone knows who you are, like they know your company. You this is an advertisement tool, right? Like it's it's horrible, and I, yeah, I I don't know, man. This guy is super. Super horrible, in my opinion. It's weird, but like, you know, in this day and age, granted, you know, a lot of people would be in uproar about it, but at the same time, that's how you create something viral, you know, like, it works. For the people that are not <laughs> grossed out by it or bothered by it, they're gonna, everyone's gonna notice it, right? Like, through all these people condemning it, people that have no problem with it will see it and will be more interested in the brand. Mm -hmm. And it's like, it's kind of genius what he did, but it's also kind of like, why, you know, and God damn it. Why ACDC? Like, ugh. Cause it's the manliest song ever. No, <laughs> the, the pictures see. of him posted with the, the kill too is pretty ridiculous with his, you know, black beret as a face, like really trying like, no, th that, I guarantee this is like reservation land, right? Like that elephant is a protected animal. Probably it's probably been in some sort of captivity of its whole life. And rich people just go pay an exorbitant amount of money to go kill these things. And we've seen that, we've seen that a lot and it's been like lashed out against a lot recently, which is good. You know, like that's how it should be. But I think because yeah. this happened in 2011, before a lot of the controversy and people really speaking up about it, he got away with this. And that's why GoDaddy is still around. I feel like if this happened today, he GoDaddy would be crushed. It would be over, right? Like that, that company and him, Bob Parson, would be completely no longer existent. They would be shunned on the internet. But uh, on top of this horrible hunting video that he posted and, you know, killing Dumbo and all that, he also enjoys <laughs> making really cheesy self-help or self-help videos that he posts on his dot me website. Uh, <laughs> 
And every single one of the self-help videos has a title card of GoDaddy.com. Like it's sponsored by those. Uh, And one of the things that he's even posted on YouTube is a seven-minute trailer for his own wedding video with GoDaddy advertisement all over it. No. (laughs) Yeah. A seven-minute trailer to his wedding and at the end of the trailer it says for all the crazy uncensored nuptials we can't show you visit godaddy.com <laughs> so i don't know you've seen the godaddy ads back in the day right yeah yeah oh yeah i'll never forget the dog one where there's this car driving down the highway and they toss the dog out the window, right? Yeah. Trying to abandon it. Mm-hmm. This dog, it, it basically they show the dog like making its way back to their owner, and it makes it back. And then the the wife, she's like, "Oh my god, it's you! You're back!" She picks it up, and she's like, "Perfect, because I just sold you to someone." And you see the listing of the dog being sold, and I'm <laughs> like, "Dude, what the fuck?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's pretty bad. Like it just shows who this person is and they're still making ridiculous. I mean, they run every Super Bowl. Like he spends $1.1 billion uh, on commercials and marketing, right? Like it's, it's yeah. (laughs) It's yeah. It's, (laughs) it's working for him, which is horrible, but it, I don't know. It's kind of sad, but I feel like if these ads aired nowadays, I think they'd be, kind of popular just because they're very like maybe not the sexual ones but the other ones that he has like yeah i I think a lot of people would probably at least find it like like cringe humor there was a uh, lot of sexual ones a lot yeah so yeah that's just kind of the attitude that this guy spews that over machismo attitude (laughs) horrible gosh disgusting all right so let's move on to our next ceo how about that now this company is known for a lot of things some people really enjoy this company they like the food that they deliver um and it some people actually really hate it they think it's overpriced and kind of overrated we're going to be talking about Whole Foods and their CEO of yeah. Whole Foods, John Mackey. So John Mackey is a, a very strange individual. And this is a really weird story. Uh, but, I mean, he he's trying to battle a lot of the negative connotations with Whole Foods or also known as Whole Paycheck, right? Because the food is insanely expensive for a lot of people and they don't feel like they can afford it when it's supposed to be giving organic food available to everybody, right? That's kind of the whole point of it. Well, John Mackey decided, like, I I think this is crazy and I would I would be shocked if he is the only CEO to have ever done this or is still currently doing this. Uh, but in 2000, some sometime around 2000, they they still haven't like they never fully cleared him. Like he was caught doing it around 2000. He probably was doing it earlier too. But he created an alter ego in a form of a Yahoo Finance message board. Uh, it was under the name of Raodeb. 
<laughs> or you sound like a robot. I know it's an anagram for his wife's name, Deborah. So, <laughs> but so he made that name, and the fact that he uses his wife's name, but just basically spells it backwards, except for mixes up the R and A, thinking that's clever enough to not people don't realize it's Deborah. But <laughs> <laughs> so he he comes with this alter ego. And decides to start talking a bunch of bullshit about Whole Foods, really endorsing it, really playing it up as Whole Foods being an amazing, amazing company on a Yahoo Finance message board. Like, I I don't know how much pull he's really going to get from that and how excited people are going to get <laughs> over these things. But it <laughs> would be little stuff like him taking a picture, like a stock image from Whole Foods of their dressing their salad dressings and it'd be like have you had the 365 organic miso dressing it's my personal favorite and he like those little things that's not too bad right that's just advertising every company does little things like that uh but whenever he starts shit talking other stores on this message board that's whenever it gets a little bit funnier so <laughs> so one of his uh one of his little posts on this message board was uh, given a choice between the drab dinginess of most food co-ops and a beautiful, well-stocked Whole Foods market. Most people desert the co-op in droves. Now, I don't know about you, but I would never post anything on, on like that on social media. <laughs> like it just sounds like a horrible, like he's trying way too hard. And he actually went after wild oats pretty hard as well in these things but what's kind of funny too is in the future after shit talking them for so long uh whole foods actually buys out wild oats so some people actually think that his shit talking helped lower the price of him acquiring wild oats and helping them fail so one of his posts as his alter ego, remember, he's still not coming out as John Mackey, uh, says that I knew Oats was going to eventually crash and I made quite a bit of money shorting them because I knew their stores, understood their strategy and knew that Whole Foods would crush them in head-to-head competition. So he's very, very ballsy about this. And one of the, like this is around the time in which people start to kind of catch on to his behaviors. Because a lot of the things that he's been uh, posting online, people of the general public would not know this information. This is all like boardroom, behind closed doors kind of meeting stuff that he's posting. And mm -hmm. that's when people start thinking, oh, this is John Mackey. <laughs> like this is, <laughs> this is not uh, <laughs> like just some random Joe Schmo that really loves Whole Foods. So whenever he starts getting accused of being John Mackey himself, which he is, uh, he first claimed to be George W. Bush. <laughs> Say, like, help, that's stupid. <laughs> so instead of denying the allegations, he decides to say, no, it's not John Mackey, it's George W. Bush. <laughs> and then eventually he pivots to saying that, you know, he's hiding in plain sight. Uh, which I think is kind of ridiculous. Uh, at some point, he even says that, uh, you know, oh, like, I appreciate you guys comparing me to John Mackey because he looks like some crazy, super, like, 
supermodel actor, <laughs> but he absolutely doesn't. You should look him up. It's pretty funny that he does this. But what I think is pretty bizarre about this is that, to our knowledge, this lasted for seven years. He continued to do this and create little, like, internet wars between companies and sparking rivalries and getting people all riled up for seven years under this alter ego until it was kind of brought to light and he was basically told to knock that shit off. <laughs> so it, I don't know. He's probably still doing it. I wouldn't be surprised, but a little bit more subtle nowadays. So yeah, that's, that's always nice, right? I mean, if I had time, made all that money to just sit around, I, I probably would be on the internet too, being like, yeah, this product's great. This company is great. Like, it's kind of funny. Like, <laughs> yeah. Doing this at a time when, you know, it, I don't know. I feel like that really wasn't a thing at that point or it wasn't wide. Like, I don't know. It wasn't mainstream, I guess you could say. Like, I think it's funny. He wasn't like on Facebook or something because that was around then, right? Like, but it was on a Yahoo Finance board. <laughs> I mean, Yahoo still at that time was still decently sized it's true we gotta remember it is 2000 right so that was that was when it was really big we had the yahoo answers and things like that yep so i guess uh, looking back at it people are like yahoo really but i guess it does kind of make sense for that it, it's hard to think that yahoo at one point was so powerful but yeah yeah i mean i i actually really liked how he did that like it's just like I don't know. To me, it's like you wouldn't think that doing that kind of like spam stuff would really help a company, you know, because it's like, think about it. You're posting on these forums about a good product. Like how many people are looking at the forum? Like what? Like maybe 200 people? Like, yeah. Like, is that really changing anything? Yeah. I don't think so. Uh, did you have another one, or do we want to just jump to American Apparel Guy? I think we just jumped to the American Apparel Guy. Okay. Because a lot of these other ones I found, they're not really, like, weird. They're more just, like, shitty CEOs that tank to company, you know? Mm, yeah. All right. So we've talked about some over-macho CEOs. We've talked about people who believe that there are tiny individuals living in their brain. Uh, we talked about people who have had panic attacks, decided to strip naked and masturbate in public. But now let's talk about a CEO that will happily show you his dick if you ask. Whoa. <laughs> and, and even if you don't ask, he'll do it anyway. So we are going to be talking about the American Apparel CEO. Yeah, this guy is the epitome of douchebag. He is oh boy so if you he know, looks like one <laughs> he really does you gotta look up pictures of this guy his name is dov charney uh he is i mean american apparel is huge right everyone knows american apparel it's like they really boasted the whole made in the usa thing before that was really really popular you can even say that they're the ones that really push that 
kind of clothing movement uh, along, but it also like it bred that whole douchebag mentality. And I'm amazed that this guy became a CEO of a company that big and was able to make decent business decisions because he is like scumbag scumbag. (laughs) Like, so over the years of him being CEO, there have been multiple allegations of him of sexual harassment, him groping uh, models of really inappropriate behavior. And, you know, some people say that it's not 100% true, but it's based on an interviewer. Her name is Claudine Coe. Uh, she was working for Jane Magazine, which no longer exists. And this was in 2004. But uh, during one of the interviews, she interviewed him multiple times, right? And some would say, why would you keep going back after the first one? Or why would you, wouldn't you end the interview after this incident? So during the very first interview, <laughs> this guy, Dov, decides to say, quote unquote, put on a show for her, which means that he grabbed a model and they started banging in front of her while he was asking or answering interview questions. That was the interview. And she stuck around for the whole thing, which I think is kind of bizarre, too, at the same time. Uh, Yeah, just a little bit. Yeah, I would say so. And then after that, they did interview a few other times and Charney would freely masturbate in front of her while she was asking questions. And at one point, he even explained to her later on that masturbation in front of women is underrated. And she just kept interviewing this guy. I guess she thought that she was going to get a really good story out of him. But like, even though there's all these allegations of sexual harassment, he never got taken out of his position. Like he never got called out from it because most of the harassment lawsuits ended up getting settled outside of court and they were slightly hidden, even though his lifestyle was really out there and he, you know, he really put himself out there, even in a lot of his advertisements, he posed himself in a lot of those things. He was very full of himself, but all of them look like really cheesy 1970s porn videos or pictures. Uh, So that's kind of the vibe this guy's going for. Uh, He even in the 2000s is rocking the mutton chops and handlebar mustache and all that, right? Like he looks like somebody straight out of the 70s. Like this guy was definitely born in the wrong era. And he even would brag that uh, he would test his clothes on strippers to make sure that they were American Apparel approved by him. (laughs) So it's just kind of ridiculous. It, it's it's horrible. And then uh, also he would oftentimes parade around the office in just his underwear while filming it and upload it to the company website to show a day in the life of American Apparel. What to expect? Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. I I just don't know how this guy got away with this stuff like he would be blacklisted he would be shunned he would be taken out of his position so fast nowadays but just to think a mere like less than 20 years ago this was okay behavior people didn't really stress about it they kind of let him do his thing and american apparel became 
a humongous company. Like, it's just, like, come on, man. Like, masturbating in interviews, having sex during the interviews. He even would have a lot of his business meetings with the executives in his bedroom. Like, that is just where they happen. So he was probably masturbating whenever he wanted during those in, or during those meetings as well. Like, he used to say that he wasn't if he was that comfortable doing it in front of an interviewer. And I will <laughs> say that interviewer probably should have left right away. But she did write a pretty funny uh, article on him where the... <laughs> <laughs> the like cover image of her article is just him and it says douche meet dov seriously fuck this guy um five stores <laughs> like and then it says five stores in new york <laughs> and it lists the locations of all five stores like it's it's kind of ridiculous so yeah it, it's disgusting honestly like this guy really should not have been in a position that he was in for as long as he was so, I, yeah. I think because uh, a lot of it happened during a time where, you know, people weren't really vocal on that kind of stuff yet. You know, because that was like early aughts, wasn't it? Like, yeah. I don't know, like around 2008, maybe like 2010. Like, I feel like around that time, like social media, it was around, but you didn't really have people like exposing people like hardcore, like you have nowadays. So it's like people would just be like, Oh, he's eccentric, mm-hmm. you know? And I mean, to the, I mean, people nowadays probably would be like, like you said, like totally opposite. Like they would want him out. But back then, I mean, it's weird to say that it's not that long ago, but you know, people's mindsets were different. You know, some people would be like, Oh, that's kind of badass or that's kind of like, you know, like eccentric, you know, Mm -hmm. like some people who are rich people who own a big stake in something like a lot of people think they're free to do whatever they want. And it's like, I don't know. I feel like there comes a point where you just go too far, right? Like when you look at the moral side of all of this, like, you know, how we mentioned with, go daddy mm-hmm. um and this like it you know like there's issues there that morally are they right or are they wrong and for the most part especially with this last one it, it you can't really say that it's right you know it's wrong to put people in that situation yeah and it's it's kind of sad that you know that the stuff like this probably still goes on to this day it's just not really talked about because either people are too afraid that they get exposed or people just don't you know they're like oh this is my boss i can't say anything to him and i think that's probably a lot of people's reason why they don't say anything is they just don't want to lose their job especially if it's a good paying job like I bet you if you were getting paid like, I don't know, let's just say 35 an hour and you have to deal with that, it's like, would you give up that pay? That's probably not that hard to do. It would be hard. Be around it would that. be hard to, right? Yeah. Um, it's, 
it's sad that people got like pushed into those situations. But I mean, when you look back over time, like I feel like there's this is something that's been kind of done maybe before with other like CEOs and stuff, or mm-hmm. maybe not as like in your face, but it it seems like something that would be normal but taken to an extreme almost yeah for like a slimy boss it's like dial it to 11 right yeah 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 so this is yeah we we've talked a lot about some crazy ceos we and a lot of this is due to the fact you know with the whole tesla stuff and elon musk currently in the media right now and everyone saying that he's an insane boss and all this stuff right like there there's a lot of negative things that are going along with that but we have to remember that this stuff has been going around for way longer than just him and there's a lot yeah. of bosses out there that are just as bad worse. if not worse right like, like a lot worse like you could be dealing yeah. with this guy Dove for American Apparel. Like that would be a nightmare situation. And the biggest thing is to speak out. Like we're in a day and age where you can speak out against those things. And it's it's good to do so. And it, it always has been. But there was that fear in the past to do it. Now it's it's a little bit more uh, accepted and people are like really don't kill the messenger as far as that goes anymore which is good and that's how it should be we need to be speaking out against those things and fighting against that quote-unquote norm and because that is not normal that is not normal behavior and these people are the ones that control these businesses these these are some of the biggest businesses in the world and we didn't even talk about all of them like there are a lot worse people, right? Like look at Jeff Bezos at Amazon. Like he has a horrible story as well. And then we have like the the list keeps going on and on and on. And I, I feel like we can look at any CEO and see some sort of dark past with them or bad behavior that they're exuding. So it's, I think the biggest thing is just speak up and we need to change the way that work is like just because they're your boss doesn't mean they can act that way and it's really important to remember that but doing that and speaking that kind of message with trying uh, trying to bring some funny and light to the situations because these situations are not always funny and light right like it's a lot of these are really heavy and hard-hitting and probably extremely nightmare situations to be going through but uh, yeah it's tough it's a tough thing so anyway with that i think that's gonna do it for us this week thank you guys so 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 much for listening into our crazy bosses episode uh, as we're talking about some insane ceos over time uh and we will talk to you guys next week with the next set of moral and ethical dilemmas but until then bye for now